0: Well, welcome back to another episode of Bite-Sized Virtue. This is episode one of season four, I guess, and as you can probably tell from the background noise, I'm actually recording this in my car. Don't worry, totally hands-free. If you could see a picture of it, you'd probably laugh. I've got my iPhone wedged into the... uh, there's there's this little strap that that hangs off of the uh, sun visor over the driver's seat, so my iPhone is kind of tucked inside the strap, and then the Rode video mic that my wife got for me for my birthday is, you know, connected to the iPhone. I'm recording this using Boss Jock Studio, neat little app. Um, If you are looking for a podcasting-on-the-go solution, that's kind of a fun little app. You can do a lot with it. In this case, I'm using it purely for the audio recording, but whatever. I had this whole plan for how I wanted to talk about virtue during this season of Bite-sized Virtue. I wanted to focus on the virtue of honesty and, you know, the principle of truth as well. And I even got so far as starting to record an episode with Clortos Dragon where I thought we might end up talking about that, but we started more with a general question of what is virtue. And while I do kind of want to stick with that question. The approach that I was taking with Clortos, and nothing against Clortos, he's a really great guy and I actually do hope to have him back on Bite Size Virtue maybe later in this season if not for the next one uh, coming up during Advent and Christmas time, you know, at the end of the year. But just the way the discussion was going from my end, I just, I wasn't satisfied with it and so instead I'm recording this while I'm alone with my thoughts in my car. Because, you know, here's the pro, if we were to ask the question of what a virtue is, I mean, there's a lot of different answers that you can give in response to, you know, the question of what a virtue is. One definition that I particularly like, and this kind of comes out of Catholic theology. Oh, I guess, by the way, why are we starting another season of Bite sized Virtue? I guess it's a good question to ask first. And the answer to that is that it is now, at least for, for Catholics and for the Orthodox and for many other Christian denominations, Um, It is the season of Lent. Last Wednesday, March 1st actually, was Ash Wednesday. Uh, I was walking around with a big black mark on my forehead for the better part of the day. And, um, you know, Ash Wednesday denotes the start of Lent. It's a season of fasting and prayer and almsgiving in a very penitent mindset. You know, meant to be sort of a a period of reflection and penance leading up to, of course, Easter, the Great Feast. And so we started, me and Clortos started trying to talk about virtue. And, you know, we were looking at it as sort of this high-level kind of academic definition, which is great and all. It is. But... Something about it just, I couldn't quite get my head in the game for it. And I think that is because, you know, for as much as I've spent now um, writing about the virtues and how they relate to real-world real theology and philosophy on the Codex, and then, of course, you know, podcasting about it now since, gosh, um, advent of 2015. The one thing that's always bugged me is that, I mean, it, it's very easy to talk about what a you know it's very easy to talk about a virtue and it's very easy to talk about examples of the virtue but i've always struggled with it a little bit because i guess in my own life there's a song by a singer named ike nolo it's called crooked soul and i really i relate to it very much because you know like it's the the popular picture of the committed Christian is you know the person who's very self-assured that you know like he's put himself right with God he's on the side of Christ and you know salvation is if not a sure thing it's, you know, it's, it's a thing that's there on the horizon. And it's, you know, this, this attainable, reachable goal. And I got to admit, for as deeply committed as I am in my faith, I can, I've never really been able to relate to that. And I think that's part of the reason that, you know, this song, Crooked Soul, appeals to me so much is because it's, it's more raw than that. You know, the, uh, how does the last verse go? Uh, so I cry to God from this chapel floor, I'm a seasoned sinner, can you make me more? Help me give my coat to the meek and poor so I can wash up naked on your golden shore. It's very, like there's a a sense of desperation infused into it, but also just the sense that, you know, like if I'm gonna get to heaven, I am barely gonna make it. I am gonna, you know, I am gonna, I'm not even gonna drag myself Up to the gate I am going to wash up on the beach For someone to find Um, Because you know Just in my own life I've had so many struggles And I don't need to get into them now That's not really the point of this I don't want to revel in The misdeeds of my past But I've made so many mistakes And it's hard sometimes To you know really identify with the people Who are just like They seem so immersed in their faith and and confident in the salvation that they'll receive i and it's not that i'm not i have a confidence i have full confidence in the ability of christ to save any sinner to save anyone what i don't have is necessarily a particular certainty that you know myself me that i won't make a mess of it before the end. I've been getting better, but it's a long way to go. And so I think that's why I've kind of, I've talked about the virtues, but they've always been things that I've struggled to write because what is a virtue? Well, a virtue is, I suppose one definition that I really like is a virtue is the interior disposition to do the good, right? Now that's actually maybe, I don't actually know if that quite aligns with the Ultima definition of what a virtue is. That actually might be something to explore in an episode down the line. Because the, the, the virtues in Ultima seem to be a little bit more reciprocity based, right? You know, be compassionate so that people will be compassionate to you. And again, I could have that a little bit wrong, but you know, just in general, that's kind of how I understand it. I talked about this a little bit in a previous season of Bite Size Virtue when I was picking apart the idea of justice, right? In real world philosophy, justice is really like the chief among the virtues, because justice is immensely concerned with as you may recall, what people are due. And that whole sense of, you know, like, what... You can can think of that as, like, an obligation, or you can think of that as a responsibility towards other people, but, you know, it's just a basic um, idea that to be just towards another person is to render unto them whatever they are properly owed. And virtue is kind of like that, right? Virtue is sort of this... It's this interior disposition to do what is good. And generally speaking, that is something that is enacted upon others, right? I mean, you can do what is good, you know, like if you are by yourself and there are actions to be engaged in, well, I mean, sure, you can still do wrong by yourself. Although it's actually very rare that if you're engaged in wrongdoing but you're alone, that the scope of your wrongdoing is limited to you. It's actually very rare that that's the case. It may take years for the full um, the full amount of harm inflicted on others is realized. But almost inevitably, you know, that action, will, that wrongful action, will cause harm of some kind to some other person at some point in time. It's rare. It's very rare be able to do wrong in pure isolation and so i mean i guess you know just looking at this idea of of virtue as this interior disposition to do the good um, that's you know man i struggle with that it's for me, it really has to, for me, I mean, for some people, I think that genuinely happens at an unconscious level or at a, you know, at a subconscious level at any rate. For me, it really doesn't. For me, it's often a struggle to do what is good at every moment in time. And I think a large part of that is the fact that, you know what? Sometimes doing what's wrong feels really good. It does. Um, even if that's just, you know, making a, making a joke at someone else's expense. Like, it just it feels better sometimes than biting my tongue. And so, I think with this season of Bite Size Virtue, rather than, you know... I might wind up touching on multiple of the eight virtues I might wind up touching on only one or you know maybe if I'm lucky two of them but I think for this season of Bite Size Virtue what I really want to focus on what I really want to do is you know, just actually look at the idea of virtue itself and just get a bunch of stuff off my chest I think about you know my own struggles with really forming an interior disposition towards doing what is genuinely good at every turn because I do struggle with that and while I have been making strides with that in my own life I think it helps to you know reflect on the fact that I'm I'm not there yet. I, I have a lot more to do. I have a long way to go, and maybe, just maybe, shining a bit of light on some of that will help with that. So this might wind up being a very personal journey, this particular season of Bite Size Virtue. I guess we'll see. For now, thanks for listening. And until next time, be virtuous.